Welcome to Insider, the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Our topic today are the many road projects in Murfreesboro. Our guest is Murfreesboro City Engineer Chris Griffith, who has a heavy workload right now. Uh, Chris, I wonder, when you first started here many years ago, can you compare the number of projects you may have had then compared to the kind of project numbers you have today? Really, Mike, the, uh, some of the projects, as far as the, the number of them, has, has stayed the same, but let's say they were a lot smaller. <laughs> we, were, we were just uh, mostly uh, uh, improving local roads, uh, Im- improving roads that um, you know, may, may serve a subdivision or, or just a, a specific area. Uh, then, uh, I guess about 10 years or so ago, we started really looking at some volume-eating roads, uh, some ones that really would, would carry a lot of traffic. And then, of course, with a lot of traffic, you're also going to get uh, uh, a more expensive, a higher cost uh, associated with them. Uh, first one that we did with that was Veterans Parkway, uh, and, and by all um, by all rights, that's been just an incredibly successful road and, and kind of redirecting traffic from, um, uh, from, from, from some of the uh, interchanges in downtown areas. And I assume part of the growth of what you do includes bridges because you've done a number of bridges now, even if it's around schools to get, uh, you know, pedestrians and bikers. But you also have this, this big project, River Rock Beasy Road Bridge, that's going to be a major outlet for people from that Case and Lane area. Yes, that's a, it's really it's a it's a project that we're excited about, Mike. It's um, it, it it will. You're exactly right. It, it'll serve the River Rock kind of the Evergreen Farms area, and really just looking to give those uh, those residents there a way out of that. We we understand that you know that Case and Lane. Uh, Old Fort Parkway, that whole area there at I-24, that's just a, I, I drive through that uh, regularly. My, I have family that lives in that area, so I go visit them, and I'm going, yeah, I, I see what the, uh, what folks are complaining about with the, uh, with, with the traffic, but that'll be a direct route whenever we're finished with that to get folks out that want to come into the downtown area, that want to come into some more of the, the, the heavier commercial area, it'll give them a, uh, a direct route to, to go f- directly from the residence to, uh, to that area without having to, to kind of navigate the, uh, the interchanges there. The first phase of that, um, it w- we're just basically, we're just getting them across the river. Uh, the phase that will actually go across the interstate will come at a uh, at, at a later date, but we're we're excited about this this project. You probably get a lot of people say, "So when are you going to start on that project?" And your response is probably, "Well, we started three or four years ago with design and engineering, but people don't see that part." That's such a great thought, Mike. Uh, matter of fact, I was just talking with our project coordinator. Uh, we moved him from the. Um, he was on the construction side, and so he was responsible for implementing these plans and for you know getting the construction going and 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 all that. And he's been, I guess, about the last three months or so, three yeah, about three months. He's been working on the project planning side now. He's a project coordinator. He's working with consultants. He's working with utilities. He's working with uh, the environmental. Uh, departments. All the things you don't see. Exactly, exactly. And I told him, I said, you know, it's it's not like 
you know, construction is more difficult than the, uh, the planning and the design phase. I said, but both of them, you know, have their challenges. Uh, right now, uh, on a, a project that uh, we're getting ready to start on the Warrior Drive um, intersection project there at New Salem Highway, uh, you know, he, we're working with uh, Middle Tennessee Electric, we're working with uh, Comcast, AT&T, uh, Atmos, Gas, all the utilities, of course the property owners in there and the impact. So he's kind of going through all that now and we're, we're on a very condensed schedule with that as well because we would like to, uh, we'd like to start that project and have the work done really really within the next 120 days. And it's, um, it's about a million dollars worth of, uh, of, of work that we're doing there. So are you starting to see something visual at that location yet, or when will we see something start? We have, we, so we've, if you go out there today, you'll see the stakes on the ground where the, uh, the engineering, our consultant that's, that's doing the design work, he, he does that, he kind of lays it out for, so everyone that's involved with the project, the, the, the property owners can see, uh, the, the work that's being done, or they can kind of say, okay, it's going to move, you know, move this far back into our, our property, see if we get any signs or anything that has to be, um, has to be moved. And then, of course, the utilities, they'll walk out there and say, okay, here's my sidewalk, I'll be able to, 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 uh, to put my poles here. So that's where we're at with it now, but I, I, I you know, this is such a condensed schedule that I foresee uh, probably next week, We'll probably start excavation and and some of the work on the what I call the Riverdale side of Warrior Drive. So that'd be late January, early February. Yes, as yes, we sit here yes. today, and that's going to be a three-lane road. Ultimately, uh, Warrior Drive going back towards uh, uh, Riverdale. Warrior Drive going back towards Riverdale High School will be uh, predominantly a three-lane road. The, what we're widening to now, which uh, uh, which is you know our, our intersections, uh, which are typically our pinch points whenever you get into to traffic volume and where we have most of that actually be six lanes in there. So we're doing double lefts, uh, double throughs, and really just trying. We're see, and, and what's bringing a, a lot of this on is the um, uh, increased development that we're seeing. Uh, there on the the Warrior Drive uh, side and, and Highway 99 and Highway 99, yes, just just an incredible amount of development, uh, commercial development. We've got some industry moving in there, and we're really just uh, we want to get out in front of it. Uh, some of it is started. You know, you'll go there and you'll see some, you know, some of the businesses that's been there for a while, but uh, we're really getting ready to to get some pretty big pretty heavy hitters in. So at some point in that project, you'll move from two lane to a three lane road or yes. from a three lane to a six lane. Yes, yes. Um, uh, so, and that's what will start taking place, um, I, I suspect next week uh, on the Riverdale side. Right now it's all about right of way. Uh, the property that we need in order for uh, to, to start the work, we're fine with right of way on the Riverdale side. There's, you know, we've got extra wide uh, width mm -hmm. there, but we uh, we need some some additional property. And that, and again, that goes back to working with the uh, with the local property owners. We've already reached out to everybody that's going to be affected uh, by the by this initial work that we're doing, and we'll um, 
Uh, we're just basically trying just to work out the details, make sure that the project, you know, the last thing we want to do is it, it, it's, it's going to be a, um, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult for them during the construction period. But once we get out of the construction period, we want to make sure that it works well for them and it works well for us uh, as, as far as moving traffic through. And, I, and I'll say for the property owners that we're, we're working with in there, they're excited about the project. They, they think it's going to be a big help in the area. Is right-of-way more complicated when you're dealing with a residential commercial area than it is like on Cherry Lane, those phases where you're mostly farmland and it would seem like it'd be easier to purchase farmland than it would be residential commercial. Yes, and, and uh, it's it certainly whenever you're looking at bigger tracks and, and you know, you're, the only thing that you have to watch for on, on farmland, and I'll say, I, I still remember the Cherry Lane uh, public meeting that we had is one of, actually one of the more difficult ones that, uh, that I, I've taken part in. Not because the, the, the project is terribly difficult, but because um, uh, you, you, know, you, you can get into family farms, people that have lived in an area for a long time, and, and I appreciate that. Listen, my, my, my wife grew up on a farm. Uh, her dad still runs a farm. Uh, and, and I appreciate the fact that you know, long-term um, uh, landowners just kind of want to be left alone. And, I, and when I call it difficult, it was, uh, I, I realized what we were, you know, the impact that we were having to that area. Uh, now, you know, Cherry Lane is, is crucial for uh, moving forward for the city of Murfreesboro. It, it's um, just like uh, Veterans Parkway was on the southwest part of town, on the north part of town, we need Thompson Lane, which the state is uh, moving forward, I'm actually purchasing right away for it now, Thompson Lane between uh, Broad Street all the way to Memorial, and then this Cherry Lane project. So give us a, an assessment of where those are in terms of what you're doing with both Cherry Lane and Thompson. Sure, yeah. It's um, the, the, uh, the, the Thompson Lane that's managed by the state. Uh, it's a T state route. Mm -hmm. A lot of people didn't, didn't, don't realize that Thompson Lane's a state route through there, but but TDOT uh, manages uh, that. Uh, they're actually in the process of uh, appraising the right-of-way. May have actually, I don't, I don't think they've actually started making offers, but the folks that live on Thompson has probably been approached. I know the city owns some, uh, uh, some property out there. I'm usually the city's representative and stuff like that. So uh, uh, they, I know they, their appraiser has contacted me about some of the right-of-way that, that's needed on that. So, so once, uh, that, that's probably a good two-year um, deal as from far beginning as, to ending yeah as far as buying the right-of-way for that it's just uh, I'd say it's well over a hundred tracks that's uh, that they have to buy you know bits and pieces so this started there. some time ago then it started the, actually the, right the first of, of this year and then I'd say that it'll, it'll I'm sorry the first of 2020 mm -hmm. we're already in 2021 um, and, and then I would have to think that it would take at least the rest of, of 2021. Another year just to right away. Just to purchase the right away with it. Because you don't want to, you know, you know, we deal with projects, like you said, for two or three years before the public may even see them. And something that we're used to 
and, and we're familiar with, it takes people a little while to kind of get used to the ideal of it and, and you know, get used to the ideal that they're going to, you know, you lose five feet off the front of their, their and, and people usually say, you know, bigger road, uh, more cars, which, you know, the thing about that, I don't think anybody would disagree. There's a lot of cars using Thompson Lane right now. <laughs> Do you ever... Um put up signs that say coming soon or is that a double-edged sword when you, you know it's coming but it, it may be too quick we 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 do that when we get close to construction uh we will uh we'll start putting um traffic control and stuff like that up just if you just put a barrel out or a series of barrels mm -hmm. out just to get it people in their mind hey there's something going on here and there's going to be construction in, in the future. And we have put variable message boards up that says, uh, you know, construction. I know, I remember we did that on, on Blaze Drive uh, before we did that work because we were going to have to shut Blaze Drive down completely. There was a little section of it that was just in horrible shape. And um, so, right, and we waited till school got out or was close to getting out, you know, the high school and middle school is right there. Uh, Blackman, and, and so we put verbal message boards up and say, hey, this summer, try to avoid this area. Mm -hmm. And it, it was great. We, uh, we act, and actually, uh, the school altered their schedule for us uh, with that. Uh, Blackman High School, Rutherford County Schools, was set to have summer school at Blackman, that, and then they saw the sign and said, hey, we need to move it, so they moved it to Riverdale that year. And you also have a project very near that Blaze Drive area on Brinkley. Explain we, that one. We did, sure, yes, absolutely. That, that's a, um, you know, we've, uh, uh, we saw really a pedestrian need when we had our public meeting there. Um, I, I know I, my daughter lives in that area and she, she doesn't go to Blackman anymore. She's actually at, at MTSU, but uh, she used to walk to school and uh, on occasion and, and it's just a, it's just not a, a, a situation that we like uh, having to cross that bridge without any shoulders or anything. So we're going to we're going to widen the bridge. Uh, That's Overall Creek, right? Uh, right there, yes, at, at Blaze Drive and uh, and the Berkshire subdivision there at Overall Creek. Uh, we're going to widen the bridge to three lanes. We're going to put turn lanes in to each one of those locations to kind of help the traffic. And then most importantly, we're going to add pedestrian uh, improvements. So we're going to make it uh, wider. It's going to have a multi-use path on, uh, across the bridge. And then we're also going to allow, uh, provide a, uh, a path to go under the bridge so they can actually cross Brinkley Road without having to, uh, to, to cross traffic. Obviously, probably the biggest uh, feed for the Blackman School Zone is the uh, Berkshire uh, subdivision there. And so we'll, uh, that, uh, we think that'll be a, a, a big help for, for will, that. Will that require you to elevate the road somewhat to, to create a bridge? Or how do you do that, engineering? We, we do have to, um, uh, we, we do have to elevate the road uh, somewhat. So there's an old bridge there now that was designed to kind of old, what I, what we call old county standards. But you can't walk under it. Yeah, no, no, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, so it, um, uh, we'll completely d 
demolish that bridge, and then we'll have to elevate. The, this bridge will actually come through higher because mm-hmm. uh, we do worry about, you know, kids, would, you know, some kids ride their bicycles, so we'd like to have, the, you know, the kids be able to ride the bicycle under the bridge as well. So we're looking at trying to get about seven or eight foot of clearance uh, and then, but still try to stay as much above the uh, the, the flow line of uh, overall creek as well. So, when will that start? Uh, hope to start uh, later this summer. Uh, should take about a year to uh, to complete. So the goal would be to start when school is is out, and then uh, finish up before school starts back up in 2022. One project everybody sees going on right now: the T dot project on New Salem Highway, and uh, obviously the traffic congestion was already significant there, but now it's complicated by all that construction it is it's um it's and several structures through there i don't know if you picked up on that mike but there's 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 a lot of either bridges or uh box culverts that they're having to build through there and that's just that just takes time Mm -hmm. um you have to wait for the concrete to cure and it, you know you have to and that's just kind of for the first phase you know for the deck and stuff and you know, you still have all the parapets and the guardrails and everything with it and of course that's also a you know major route through town that's a heavy utility corridor and i know they started out uh, just from feedback i was getting from from t dot and from the contractor out there uh just it, you know it took took a little while to get the utilities uh, up and out of the way. I think they're past all that now, so they're moving forward at a pretty good pace. They're still, you know, they're still several months out from, um, uh, from, from finishing that job, but uh, it's a good contractor. Uh, they've done work for us, um, and, and I'm sure they're, they're doing everything they can to, to finish the job up. Help us understand how many miles they're doing there, if you remember uh, offhand, and then, you know, will they will they be coming in doing more, going further west, or how is all that going to work out? As I remember, it's a it's about a three mile project. I could be off on that. Don't hold me to it. It's uh, they 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 do it. Uh, T, they they being T dot kind of breaks projects up more based on cost than they do miles that's Mm -hmm. about that's close to a 30 million dollar project which is about as much as tdot would uh, would want to start with any particular phase of a uh, a project Uh, and so yes but once they once they get done with that and, and they also don't like to 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 have too much construction going on at one time they don't want to string out a project uh, for a long period for, of time, for, yeah. yeah for a long for a long section it really you know you think about it if because a contractor kind of comes in and finishes everything up all at once he tops the whole road and does all that at, he likes to do all that in, in at one time so if you think about it you know if it was a long project then uh, say the stuff up around uh, back closer to Old Fort Parkway, uh, you know, up around the uh, the drivers, uh, the vehicle emissions testing uh, place there, or even the sheriffs. You know, you know that stuff would be torn up while they were working on something down at Cason Lane to to be completed. Which slows the traffic for a long yeah, distance exactly. on a major I- exactly. Yeah. So so they've kind of done they've they've kind of taken a stepped approach. But to answer your question, the next phase will 
should start uh, later this year. I think uh, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a moving target because they don't want to start too early before they, they get the other phase finished. But around May or so of this year, uh, or I'd say summer of this year, you may actually start seeing some work going back on uh, from I-24 back to O4 mm -hmm. Parkway as the next section. A lot of development in that area, a lot of businesses, you know, some. Um, so some, get ready. Some right? in, yes, <laughs> some industry. But I'm sure the folks that, uh, you know, that live in the section now will be glad to have that done, as, as we will as well. Another project that we heard about recently that we publicized was the Rucker Lane Phase 1, and you're still preparing for that one. Where is that? Uh, on the uh, agenda that, that that project actually uh, advertises for uh, for bid this uh, uh, actually Tuesday it'll next it'll, Tuesday yes it'll it'll come uh, it'll be in the paper we usually run that for about a month and so I think uh, I believe the uh, first second of March we'll actually open bids on that so we're excited to get that uh, that project going uh, that one was one that we were we had bid the project, we were ready to move forward with it, and then the uh, shutdown with the virus uh, happened. It. And so we, uh, we just kind of stepped back. That was a project that made a lot of sense to break into two phases. So the, so the first phase, uh, Mirwood, uh, or the Mirwood subdivision, Mirwood Boulevard, right around that area, back towards Veterans Parkway. That, that road now kind of, kind of meanders back and ties into New Salem uh, Highway. It'll actually, it'll, you can still go that way, but that won't be the main route. It'll actually curve back to, uh, to Veterans Parkway and, and tie in there. Uh, Why has that road in particular been on the agenda? What's the issue there? Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, you, you'll hear me say this over and over again, you know, an older county road, which really served you know the few hundred cars that uh, that used to use it well uh, during that uh, uh, you know during during that time period of its its existence. Now, you know we've got several developments on there. It's become a nice little cut through between for uh, between New Salem and uh, and Franklin Highway. So, and and it was it was starting to show its age. Matter of fact, we've had to make quite a few uh, just re repairs on it. And, you know, the, um, uh, the pedestrian uh, facilities that, you know, we build sidewalks on all of our roads. Anything that we put in now has got sidewalks on it and a lot of residential area with uh, some commercial on either end. So we hope folks will, will take advantage of that too. Maybe instead of jumping in the car and, and you know, uh, driving half a mile to uh, to some of the commercial that's uh, around there. Maybe they'll, you know, get out and walk uh, during that uh, during that time period. We've had success with that. We've had, especially on, we'll say, Fortress Boulevard, you know, we've got a lot of commercial, apart, some apartments and stuff that's kind of centered there around Blackman Elementary School. But we have a lot of folks walking up into the commercial areas on, on, on either end. Oh, and you're adding sidewalks there, or you just did add sidewalks near the, um, the coffee shop Starbucks, right? Yes, right in yes, there, yeah. Right? We finally we completed that, uh, that loop. I, I go around kind of looking for footpaths, little dirt trails where mm -hmm. folks are already walking. 
and uh, that we'll, needs a sidewalk. Yes, yeah, so, so we we'll go in, we'll come in behind them, and and add some sidewalks there. And uh, si- speaking of sidewalks, Mercury Boulevard. Uh, how soon will that get started? Yeah, that's actually uh, that that project uh, has been advertised uh, as well. Uh, it, it's slightly ahead of the uh, of the Rucker Lane. It was advertised about a week or so ago. Uh, so we hope to. Uh, we did push the bid date back on it to uh, till the middle of February. Uh, there was a conflict with um, with a TDOT uh, bid opening, so um, uh, but we're we're excited about that. S- same thing, you know. We've got we've got residential kind of in the middle of uh, of that area there, Mercury Lane, but we've got commercial on both sides. Uh, you know that, that was a um, that was a project that the residents had actually came to us said hey we would it was back whenever there was even more commercial planned it was a Kroger that was planned to go in there on that corner I think since then I think the Kroger has changed its plans but um, uh, but but the residents said hey we'd like to be able to walk to this Kroger rather than um, you know, having to get in, go in our car and, and there's nothing there. So uh, we actually applied for a grant from TDOT from that. They loved the project and uh, they they gave us the grant. It's going to cover about 80, 90 percent of the uh, construction cost with the city picking up the uh, the other part of the cost. So does that include federal money as well coming from TDOT or is that all state money? It is, you know, that's a good question. I'm not sure, you know, so, so many of our grants are, are kind of mix and matches mm-hmm. with, uh, with with TDOT. We, we, we almost all look at them all as uh, state grants, but I, I want to say that that has federal money in it because it has some of the um, some of the requirements, you know, some of the uh, Buy American First and some of that, uh, that 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 comes with federal grants as well. And the other one that we would be remiss if we didn't bring up, uh, just because it's received a lot of attention and it's we're getting closer, I think, to maybe starting on, would be the Bradyville Pike. And that's been several years uh, in the making in preparing, designing, and everything. So give us an assessment on when you might are you in the uh, right-of-way phase on that? Yeah, so, so we, um, uh, our legal department started the uh, the right-of-way acquisition phase on that about a year ago, and I'd say we're probably about halfway uh, complete. It's over 150 tracks. Uh, of course, you, same thing that I've, I've mentioned before, utilities uh, that you're kind of having to work through. And and, and all those individual negotiations exactly, with Exactly, exactly, and... and um, you know, you 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 want um, you know you want folks to feel comfortable with the with the project and have a good understanding of what's going on. Uh, you know, some residents say you know they care less about it. You know, I'm getting sidewalks. That's great, kind of thing. But when you get into the businesses, you get there at Minerva. You know, it's a heavily commercial area. You know, there. You know, you you change there. You know their driveway setup. You change something about that, then you have the potential to, you know, to to affect their income. And so we've done a lot of work. Uh, I know our negotiators have done a w- lot of work on on, uh, you know, making them feel uh, comfortable with what we're doing, how it's going to look after the project is uh, is complete. So. We just can't, uh, you know, that's actually, uh, as, as far as it's taken a year to get us to where we're going, I just can't 
say enough good things about uh, our legal department and, and Jim Kerr and our transportation department. They, they've headed most of that up and just doing a phenomenal job just working through the, um, the questions that the residents and the business owners have there and, and how far we've come with it. Well, Chris, thanks for your time in explaining all these projects. I certainly wouldn't want to wear your shoes. <laughs> There's a lot of projects with a lot of pressure uh, to get things done quickly. It, it, it is, and, and if I could just add, you know, the, um, um, you know, the, the mayor and council have, have just supported us uh, through all of these, these projects. Um, you know, I, I came here from, um, uh, from uh, had worked in, in another municipality where maybe you didn't have that kind of support for, for those types of, uh, uh, of projects that were going on. Uh, maybe they decided, you know, to spend their money on other things. But the, the mayor and council, they absolutely know how crucial a good a, a good transportation uh, network is to the to the vibrancy of a city, and uh, I, I just I, I'll just say I don't get turned down much whenever I, <laughs> I make any requests. They give me a little bit of a hard time. They uh, they thank me whenever I don't bring a change order and and kind of make me uh, uh, plead a little bit for the change orders that I do have. But they have. Um, uh, you know, we've, uh, I guess we've been at, at this for about uh, 18, 19 years, 19 years now, and uh, just all the uh, the mayors and, and, and the council that I've worked with have just been, just been wonderful support. Well, it is the number one issue that most people comment about or talk about, and I'm sure it's the number one issue that the council hears about. So sure. Again, sure. that's the, <laughs> where the pressure comes in for you. <laughs> sure. Thanks so much. Uh, City engineer Chris Griffith has been our guest for this edition of The Insider. We've been highlighting Murfreesboro's road projects and originating this podcast from City Hall. Thanks for listening to The Insider via Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music Audible. You can also watch The Insider on YouTube. Our producer is Michael Nevels. For more information on the fast-growing city of Murfreesboro, visit www.murfreesborotn.gov. You've been listening to The Insider, the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Thanks for joining us.